Hey there, it's Amy. Welcome to Chirpcast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. Well, I am back. Little hiatus there. And I just wanted to let you know that I have really, really missed Chirpcast. I've missed searching out in the scriptures. I have missed recording. I have missed just being able to work out the process of different scriptures and different things that God has brought to my heart. So you know what? Sometimes the road we travel is a little bit different than we anticipated. And that's kind of how it's been right now. But speaking of traveling, I have to tell you, in 23 years, there are a few things that I have learned about traveling with my husband, Brian. So when we travel, I don't have to worry about necessarily anything. (laughs) He handles all the travel arrangements. He handles the flights. He handles the directions, knowing exactly where we're going, what we're going to be doing. Well, maybe not what we're doing so much, but the places that we're going to be able to see, the places that we're going to stop. Several years ago, he and I traveled to Vegas, which I got to say, it was just kind of one of those bucket list items. I really could care less if I ever go back there again. I saw some things that would make me want to pour bleach into my eyeballs. Um, Yeah, I know. I'm just not, I'm not a Vegas kind of girl. I'm not into gambling. I mean, food's good, but you can only eat for so long. Um, Yeah, just not my favorite thing. But I have to say, we learned a few things on this trip. One, there's this really cool abandoned theme park that we traveled by. I wish that I would have been close enough to actually be able to take pictures, maybe, if we ever decided to travel that way again. I want to say that it was somewhere in the desert because all I remember is dirt. That's pretty much it. Just dirt. And it was hours and hours worth of traveling on this road. But it was kind of cool because we were kind of a captive audience to each other. We got in the car and we were thinking, okay, we can handle this. It's, you know, it's sort of a a precursor to maybe traveling cross country at some point. And it was a good trip. I mean, it was probably about maybe six hours in the car. And I mean, we were comfortable. We drove just fine. But we found that we really do enjoy each other's company. I mean, I know that might sound completely ridiculous because, you know, we're married, but We actually enjoy being able to travel together and just visit and talk, and he laughs at me a lot of the time. But, you know, I point out random things while we're driving. He typically points out things that are very factual, things that, you know, um, tidbits of information that I should know, which then just makes me laugh at him because a lot of times he's telling me about certain things that are you know, um, maybe something he learned on the History Channel or, uh, I don't know, just fun little bits of things that he knows. And so we've learned that we really do enjoy each other's company. I can't say that there are too many people that I would want to be stuck in a car with for at least six hours. I, that's a pretty short list. And we learned that we can be in silence and just like travel, drive, you know, music maybe, maybe not. And we're okay with that. We're perfectly fine. So we are really good traveling companions because I just trust that he knows where he's going. And I have to say, you know, he could totally be pulling the wool over my eyes and he may not know where he's going sometimes, but it seems like he does. And so his confidence is like, okay, that's enough. 
I trust that he knows where he's going. But I also know a little bit about his character, and his character is this. He is someone that is going to look at roadmaps, uh, Google images, and he's going to discover and look up everything he can about this trip because, one, he likes to be prepared. He wasn't a Boy Scout, but, man, he would have made a good one. And two, he likes to be able to be knowledgeable without having to ask for help or maybe not help, but just directions in general. Like he likes to know where he's going. And I'm totally fine with that because I'm just like squirrel, you know, I, I would get lost in my backyard. So it doesn't even matter to me when we travel because I know that I'm with somebody that I can trust and I can also just kind of not really pay attention I can't even tell you how many times we have been traveling around even just neighborhoods and places that are or should be familiar to me. And Brian will ask, well, first he'll tell me, close your eyes. And okay, whatever, close my eyes. And he's like, what did we just pass? I'm like, what? <laughs> he's he's played this game with me probably forever since we were dating because he knows that I just don't really pay attention very well. And he knows that it kind of makes him like, I don't know, not I'm not going to say look better, but it really helps uh, solidify the fact that when we go somewhere, he should definitely be the one who is in charge. Even when we go places that he is completely unfamiliar with, somehow he has this amazing ability to find his way around and he can go somewhere and then know exactly where he's going. So you're probably thinking, what the heck could this possibly have to do with anything in the Bible? Well, I came across the scripture, and I have never read the scripture before. Um, maybe you have, but I thought it was really interesting. It's actually out of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet, and in the beginning of Isaiah, this prophet Isaiah, he's trying to warn the people about the judgment of God. And how if they keep getting off the beaten path that God has basically laid out for them, which is protection, uh, prosperity, to do well, for their families to grow, to be safe. And they keep doing stupid things like we do. And he wants to try to warn them about this impending doom that's coming, this judgment, like, you better straighten up and fly right or else you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt. And so he first starts off talking about the judgment of God, but then Isaiah has this deep-rooted belief and hope that there is a Savior at some point that's going to step in and redeem everything. And so Isaiah chapter 35, verse 8 says, And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. I thought it was really interesting because when I read that, the highway will be called way of holiness. Now, I'm sure all of us at some point in life have gone off the path that we fully believe that God has laid out for us. Maybe it is a ministry that we have stepped away from. Maybe it is... Um, ministering to a certain group of people that God has put on our heart, and we just decided, you know what, we don't want to do that anymore. So we go doing some, do something else. But when God has given us a way or a path, or as the scripture says, a highway, 
is he is giving us his perfect plan. He is saying, here's what I want you to do. All you have to do is stay on the right path, stay on the highway of holiness that I have given you, and things are going to work out. Now, are they always going to be perfect? Absolutely not. Because I can tell you, after that six-hour trip all the way to Vegas, we were kind of tired. He was more tired than I was probably because I could doze off whenever I felt like it, and he had to, you know, keep his eyes open and whatnot. So he's driving, but he was tired. We were weary travelers at the end of this trip, especially coming home because the for whatever reason, there was more traffic on the way home. And so the trip took a few more hours than we anticipated. But we had to stay on the right path because as we're driving through the desert areas, there is a clear cut highway and you need to stay on it. Because I don't want to end up on an episode of 48 hours in the middle of the desert when they find my bones because I've decided to wander off the path. And I have no water or no food or no shelter. But we do this all the time spiritually in our lives is we kind of just meander off the path. We think, oh, shiny object. Let's go check that out. And that shiny object turns out to be nothing but a mirage. When you're driving out in the desert and there's the heat on the road, you know, you look, you know, past the hood of the car and the road kind of looks like it's watery. We just think that we need to explore everything that piques our interest. You know, Satan has a really good knack about making things look interesting and fun and worth our time. And then we get caught up in something and it's like, oh, wait a minute, that is not what I thought it was going to be. You know, I really shouldn't be doing this. And then we feel like, well, now what? And we look around and the next thing we know, the highway is so far from where we are, we don't even know how to get back on the road. Well, the really cool thing about what God does for us is all we have to do is tap into his navigation. All we have to say is... Lord, here I am. I'm sorry that I've gotten lost. Help me to get on the right path again. And he is so faithful to bring us back on that highway of holiness, if you will, and help us to be able to continue going forward in what he has called us to do and the things that he has laid out for us to do. And the places that he can take you on this highway are places the Bible even talks about, you know, the things that God has plans for us. We can't even begin to imagine. Like, I can imagine the most amazing opportunities in ministry, and yet the things that I have ever thought, wow, that would be really cool if I could do that, God has seen fit to take it farther than I even thought. In all of my years, I never thought that I would be an author. I mean, I kind of dreamed about it and I wondered and maybe I could, you know, maybe I could write something small. Maybe I could, you know, just do little things. And for me, the pinnacle of what I had done was my blog, which, you know, I'm sure it reached a few people and I was great to do that. I was happy. It, it made me feel like, wow, I'm really accomplishing something. And then out of the blue comes an opportunity to write a book. And the small little things that I thought, wow, these are really accomplishments, you know, woo, pat myself on the back. Look at this blog, you know, I've got all three people reading it. (laughs) 
And then God's like, nope, I'm going to actually let your platform get just a tiny bit bigger. And I was so excited and I felt accomplished in the sense that God had allowed me to minister to more than just the few that, I mean, I was excited to do it, but yet God had a plan that was so much bigger than even what I had imagined. And he can do the same thing for you because God's ways are so much higher than ours. His thoughts are so much better and bigger. And he has a plan for each one of us. And if you're struggling today, I just want you to know that there is a place for you on the highway of holiness. And God is calling you to stay the course. When you feel frustrated, when you feel like you want to give up, when you're exhausted and tired, there's a reason that they have rest stops on the sides of the highways. It's not because they look pretty, because trust me, well, at least in California, they're not pretty. (laughs) Half the time, they're not even that clean. But at least they're a place that you can pull in, you know, sit in the shade, get out, use the facilities, grab a snack, you know, have a, a break. It's okay to take a rest, but it's not okay to stay there. If we tried to camp out on the side of the highway somewhere, there are way too many things that could go wrong. And God's like, you know what? Take a break. Take a rest. Take a small vacation. You know, catch your breath. Enjoy the view. Smell the roses. Whatever you want to use. Take a break. But then get back on that highway. Continue on the path that God has called you to be on. I'm so excited that I am back doing ChirpCast. I hope that you were encouraged a little bit today. And I'm so excited to continue this journey with you. I hope that you are on the highway to holiness today. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time.